Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hey there, my golf friend, and welcome back to Above Par. I should probably stop saying that, golf friend, because I have a lot of pickleball listeners and tennis players and people who actually don't even play a sport. And I welcome you here because you can totally extrapolate anything from here and use it in your life. So I appreciate you listening as well. And so today, something that you can definitely think about in every area of your life are relationships. And I'm going to talk about your relationship uh, in golf relative to golf. And I like to think of it as four different relationships. For you to be able to have your best experience and play your best golf, we want to clean up all the relationships that we have relative to the game of golf. This is the thing about relationships. They happen in our head. They're just little thoughts, like we got a little thought bubble over our head, and we have thoughts about people or we have thoughts about things that creates our relationship with them. And those thoughts are what create our emotions and our feelings about those things and then how we show up and how we interact and the things that we do. So it's so valuable, in my opinion, to go and look at your relationship that you have with the four different components I'm going to talk about today and what your thoughts are about them, what you're asking of them, perhaps, or the different feelings that you have about the different components of the game. So let me start. So the first one is your relationship with just the game of golf. What are your thoughts about golf in general? Some of them could be negative in the sense that golf is really hard. I'm never going to be able to play this game very well. It costs too much money to go play. It's too time consuming, right? Just those little subtle negative thoughts about the game of golf can can definitely affect your experience when you're out there playing. If golf is a big component of your life, if you live out at the golf course like I did, right, golf was very big. I put it up on this huge pedestal, which meant that the better I played, the better I would get to feel about myself. My relationship with the game of golf was directly correlated to sometimes my self-worth and my self-image, depending on my score. So it's important to take a look at what your relationship is with the game of golf. And you can do that just by asking yourself, what are my thoughts about golf in general, the game? What does the game mean to me? How important is the game? Right. So you can kind of dig away at some of those thoughts that you have that may or may not be serving you. The second one is your relationship with your game of golf, your skill level, the clubs in your bag, the shots that you hit. Right. What are your thoughts about all the clubs in your bag? Do you have a good relationship with them? Like, do you like your driver or don't like your driver? Do you like your putter? Not like your putter. Do you say nasty things about it <laughs> like I did? Or do you love it? Like some people are like, oh, I love my hybrids, but I hate my fairway woods. Now, I know this sounds might sound silly, but it's important because your thoughts about those fairway woods, your relationship with those fairway woods are going to affect your ability to hit them on the golf course. If you have a love-hate relationship with your driver, sometimes I like it, sometimes I, I don't, right? That's going to affect your ability to swing on a consistent basis. So what would that would look like is like if, 
if for me, let's say putting, because it's relevant, like I did not like my putting and I did not like my putter. I went through so many putters because I had a bad relationship with my putting. So let's take an example of what that would look like. So my relationship with my putter, not so great. I didn't like, actually, there were some putters that I liked. I fell out of love with my putters a lot. I didn't have a very good relationship thoughts about my putting. Right. So for me to start changing my relationship with my putting, well, how was that going to matter? Well, that was going to mean that I was going to be able to show up better on the golf course and putt better. I wasn't going to have all these negative thoughts stewing around about my putting, my ability to putt, and the putters that I was using. Some people don't have very good relationships with their driver. And I don't like my driver. My driver doesn't show up for me. I'm not a very good driver of the ball. My driver swings broken. All those things are going to affect your ability to focus over that shot and show up with your best swings. The minute I shifted my relationship or my thoughts about my putting, it took one thought and it took about 10 days and my putting did a 180. And all I did was decide not to beat the crap out of myself about my putting and not talk negatively about my ability. That was it. I just started shifting my relationship with it. We often go out on the golf course demanding so much of our golf game, right? We treat it like, listen, golf game, (laughs) you better show up this week. I need you to show up. I need you. I make the analogy of it's like when you take a, a toddler on the plane and the toddler in this instance is your golf game. You're like, listen, I need you to get on that plane and not act up. I need you to behave. I need you to be on your best behavior. I need you to sit in that seat and not do anything crazy because if you do that, I get to feel pretty good and have low stress and treat myself well. Right? If you don't do that, I'm going to have a miserable day and a miserable flight. And we do that with our golf game, right? We're like, listen, golf game, (laughs) I need you to show up today. This is big. I need you to go out there and do all the things and hit all the shots and be on your best behavior so that I can feel good at the end of the round. And the more pressure you put on your golf game or the the worse that you talk about the different shots in your bag, the less likely they're going to show up. Just go through your bag and start paying attention to your thoughts about different clubs. Usually there's going to be one or two that stands out that you're like, Yo, and you know what? I don't like that club so much. I, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in it. I don't feel very good about it. I don't like the the club itself. I have people who've told me that I love my nine iron. I love my seven iron. I hate my eight iron. (laughs) Which, and you might be one of those people, which makes no technical sense, right? Technically, a seven iron is slightly harder to hit than an eight iron. There is nothing about that eight iron that should be more lovable than a seven iron, right? Actually, as the clubs get longer, I'm just going to say they might become less lovable, so to speak. But it's so funny because that makes no sense. It just shows you the thoughts that we have to think about that club. So anytime that eight iron would come out or you're at eight iron distance, you're going to be going over, "Mm, yeah, I don't like you so much. (laughs) And your ability to make a good swing is not going to be great. I would tell you at that instance to choke up on a seven iron because you love your seven iron right? That matters on how you show up over the ball. So it's worth cleaning up your relationship with all of your golf clubs and the shots that you hit. Doesn't mean you have to love them all, but you just want to notice if you have some that are really going to hold you back and not going to serve you on the golf course. Another relationship is the relationship with other people in your life relative to the game of golf. Now, this could be people at home. This could be people that you play with on the golf course on a regular basis. This could be a coach, a parent, 
This could be someone I've even had relationships with people, parents who are relatives who have passed, right? Your relationship with those people and your thoughts about them relative to the game are going to affect your ability to play your best golf. Now, it could be a group of people that you have at the club that you may or may not have great relationships with, which means your thoughts about them. You do not need the other people to do anything or change. It is what you're deciding to think about those other people that are going, that's going to affect your ability to play. The easiest example is a junior golfer who feels like mom and dad are putting a lot of pressure on them to play golf. And they're not going to have the best time on the golf course playing to their potential because they're going to have this pressure of wanting to make mom and dad happy. Or they're going out and playing and they actually don't want to play. They're doing something that they don't like to do. Right? That's like the easy ex- example. You could have a relationship with a spouse and their relationship with the game of golf and how much you play or how much you don't play or whether you think that they want you to play at a certain level and you putting that pressure on yourself is going to affect your ability to play on the golf course. So it's really worth looking at your relationship with other people in your life, whether it's at the club that you play at a regular basis, people you compete with, people who are significant in your life, um, or even, like I said, people who have passed, and just take a notice of what your thoughts are about them and what your thoughts are relative to your game of golf with them. Do you, have, do you think they have expectations for you? Do you put pressure on yourself? Are you worried you're going to disappoint them? Do they annoy you? Do they pressure you? Because that is definitely going to affect your ability to play to your potential or enjoy the game at a bare minimum. And then the fourth relationship that is going to affect your ability to play your best golf and enjoy the game as much as possible is your relationship with yourself. The words that you say to yourself, the thoughts that you have, that little thought bubble above your head about you. What do you say about you when you're playing golf? And I'm going to just say on and off the golf course. Golf and your ability to play your best golf definitely boils down to your relationship with yourself. The better that is, the better you talk to yourself, the better you have your own back, the time that you put in to you and your brain and how you talk to yourself and your fears, your fear of failure or fear of embarrassment, how you handle other people, the more that you're going to show up not only as your genuine self, your true self, but also your true golf game, your best golf game is going to show up because you're not going to be holding yourself back and you're not going to be beating yourself up after a bad round because you're going to play bad golf. You're going to have high scores. You're going to miss shots. And how you talk to yourself after that happens is going to directly correlate your ability to go out and play uninhibited and worry-free about how you're going to treat yourself after a round, right? So if you're used to beating yourself up after a round, if you're like, yep, I suck, I'm not going to be good enough, I'm not good enough, I totally disappointed myself or I embarrassed myself depending on a score, when you go out and perform and play, that's going to be hanging over your head because you're worried about how you're going to treat yourself when you sign that scorecard or when you put it on 18, And when that's hanging out over your head all day, it puts pressure on you to not miss shots and to play better so that you can treat yourself nicely when the round is done and you get to feel good about yourself. The work is shoot whatever freaking number you shoot and still treat yourself fine. Still be kind. Doesn't mean you have to be happy with the round. Just means I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm going to have my own back. And when you can do that, 
those your ability to show up uninhibited on the golf course and make your best swings goes through the roof. So your relationship with yourself is technically the first thing you should work on. That is where the big work is. The words that you say to yourself, how you treat yourself, whether you have your own back, how you treat yourself after a bad round, what you say to yourself after a good round, all of that matters on you being able to go out there and enjoy the game, but also to play and make the best swings that you can. So four relationships in golf, your relationship just with the game of golf, your thoughts about that, your relationship with all the clubs in your bag, all the shots that you hit, what you think about all of that, your relationship with other people in your life relative to the game of golf, or maybe not, maybe at home, and then your relationship with yourself and how you treat yourself and the words you say to yourself and the expectations that you have of yourself. All of that matters on you being able to play your best golf. So there's a little homework for you, my friends, for the week to get your head spinning. I would suggest you just write it all down on a piece of paper. Just get curious what your thoughts are. Get them out of your head and take a look at them and decide if they're serving you or if they're useful and if you want to keep them. And if you do, great. But if you're deciding that those thoughts aren't going to serve you and they're not useful, they're going to end up creating more bad shots or a worse experience for you on the golf course, that's your work. That's the time to start shifting those thoughts and deciding what could you think instead. All right. This is what I do. I help people manage their minds and their relationships about the game of golf. And if I can help you, go to kathyhartwood.com. Have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.